What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Wild Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Heskett, and this is episode one. So this is just going to be a little introduction of what this podcast is about, a little my background, my story, and we're going to talk about the three phases of your health journey. This is going to be pretty quick. Well, quick for me. So I really like podcasts. It's probably out of all the media out there, the one I consume the most. I really like podcasts. So this, that is why I wanted to start a podcast because I prefer the prefer going to a more nuanced conversation rather than the 60 second bite on uh, Instagram reel or a TikTok video. So I prefer talking, teaching and interviewing people and talking about their story and getting information from people that way so we can learn and grow together. So that is why I want to start a podcast as something like I consume podcasts all the time. And this podcast is going to be stuff I really like. So I have been a health and fitness coach, nutrition coach for 10-ish years, officially 10-ish years. Um, I really started getting into nutrition back, uh, literally like there's a very hard date of back in sixth grade. Um, so that was, I don't know when that was. So I'm 31, almost 32 right now of starting episode one of this podcast. So sixth grade was a long time ago. Uh, I'm not going to do mental math in my head right now. So um, I'm really into that stuff, but I also really, really like the outdoors. Hiking, hunting, fishing, backpacking, I don't do enough kayaking, all the, the outdoor stuff I'm really into. And I want to create a space where people can learn about that, where it's maybe a little bit lower level, where you're someone's coming on and maybe they don't know how to get started. And we can you can learn in a non-judgmental place. Cause I've been in many Facebook communities where if you're new to something, it's very judgy. People act like this should be common knowledge, where yeah, it's common knowledge for you because it's kind of like me teaching about macros. Like, yeah, I've been doing it for 15 years. You don't know what a protein is? Well, that wasn't common knowledge to me back 15 years ago. I was just learning it. So I want to create a place where we can learn about this stuff together. So, um, but the outdoor, the other reason I did is when I was in-person coaching. So I now own a online coaching company called Peak Wellness Coaching. So I'm an online nutrition and fitness coach. But when I was in-person coaching, because of my hobbies outdoors, and I would post about it on, online, a lot of people would come to me with questions of how to get started with hiking, how to get started with hunting, the nuance, maybe they weren't interested, but the nuanced conversation about it or getting to archery, but maybe not for hunting, just practice because you know, shooting a bow is really cool, shooting, gun questions, et cetera. So there's that. There's also the health aspect of where we know, and we'll talk about the benefits of like nature therapy um, and the different kind of woo, but now we're getting some scientific data where we can talk about, okay, there's benefits to getting outdoors outside of what we can do in the gym or through meditation indoors or anything like that. There's There are benefits of like getting out of nature, believe it or not. So we can talk about that on this podcast and kind of tie in health, fitness, and the outdoors, which for a lot of people is missing because as more and more of the population becomes urbanized, for better or for worse, there's less time outdoors. And we see that 
there's more depression and more anxiety, especially in younger people, that th those rates are coming up. And when you look at the studies done on nature therapy, now it's a new area of science. I will, there should be an asterisk there. There's going to be a big asterisk here because there's going to be new data coming out all the time. And it's very hard to study because it's very hard to isolate variables. If you're not used to hearing like scientific terms before this goes way over your head and you shut this off, basically a variable is when you do a research study, you want to isolate like one thing. We're going to look at this one very specific thing. Well, that's really hard to do in nature. Like you have, is it the smells? Is it the birds? Is it the tree? Like what, what is causing our depression and anxiety levels to go down. So getting out of nature has been shown to decrease depression and anxiety levels. Specific actions, we don't know. I'm gonna say, we don't know 100% sure. We know we're like getting out in the woods, good for us. Why? Kind of a question mark right now. So that being said, my story, how did I end up owning a business and starting this podcast because not something I really expected in my life. Even though I did try to start an online company back in like 2013, 14, and never really took off. I just didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So uh, as I said earlier, my first foray into nutrition was sixth grade. There is a very hard date there. Um, I've always been a nerd. The first job, like if you ask kids what their first job is going to be, it's like, especially boys, firefighter, policeman, race car driver, at least my class growing up, me, paleontologist, I want to dig up dinosaur bones. That was me. So started out as a nerd, always been a nerd. Then it changed to marine biology, then changed to astronomy, and those two kind of went back and forth. And then sixth grade, I, my family decided to start looking and improving their health um, so we were always fairly healthy, but at this point there was a, a shift and my parents wanted to start eating healthier. And after fighting with them for a while, my brother and I kind of got on the same track and me being a giant nerd, let's look into it. So um, this paper was on green tea and a chemical in it, ECGC, which is the thing like if you eat, get green tea pills for like quote unquote fat burner stuff, it's the chemical in there that might help increase your metabolism. Now it doesn't, it doesn't really work that well. So don't go out buying it. Um, but I did, that was kind of where I was like, holy crap, like you can improve someone's health using certain supplements and other things of that nature. And this can help people. So that all of a sudden create this change of, I didn't just want to do science, I wanted to also help people. And there's kind of at that path to my knowledge. Now I grew up in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, rural Pennsylvania, but if you know the Civil War, so it's not super rural, but um, I didn't know, like my parents owned a business. Um, it was right next door to our house. It was a retail business selling furniture. So I didn't really know like many scientific fields or other options, um, but I was like, you could go into herbalism. That sounds cool. Or you could go into the medical field and help people. That sounds fucking terrible. Sorry if you're listening, you're a nurse, you're a doctor, or I highly respect you. Just not for me. I did not want to be in a hospital. So I was going down that path of, I'm going to be an herbalist. I have no idea how I'm going to make money doing this, but I'm super passionate about helping people and improving their health and nutrition. And oh, wait. And I didn't want to be RD either because jobs were very... 
back then it was basically if you looked online like there was no like online rd coaching it was just like okay you're going to work for sports teams good luck or you're going to work in a hospital and make dirt for money but make sure you have a master's like that sounds fucking terrible too so um i basically went down this route found um in high school really got into lifting so in addition to being a giant nerd i'm also a what you would call an extrovert introvert definitely a major introvert and i've dealt with self-confidence issues for most of my life still dealing with them so never was one to like really get a bunch of dates uh super skinny in high school super skinny in middle school quiet no self-confidence yeah super attractive right definitely getting all the girls uh so did not get many dates um also uh what's the phrase i'm looking for um oh i'm blanking on the phrase anyways it's your your social iq very so when i do per, like um different personality tests my social iq is pretty low like i things go over my head pretty easily when it comes to like talking to another person yeah um so picking up on cue like subtle cues yeah definitely miss those in high school with girls who are actually into into me and i look back now i'm like holy fuck i really fucked that up anyways so got into lifting because i thought getting bigger would equal more girls because simple science right yeah didn't work but i created a passion for lifting for nutrition because i was very very skinny it was very difficult for me to put on muscle mass. It didn't happen naturally. It took me a long time to put on significant amount of muscle. So through that process, all of a sudden, like I started gaining confidence because I was passionate about something. I felt confident about something. And oh, all of a sudden, now I start getting dates. But that developed. I went to Bloomsburg University of Pennsylvania, got a degree in exercise science. Decided, like, I really like this. It's not really nutrition, even though I prefer nutrition. I nerd out nutrition more than I do exercise. Went for that. Thought I was going to go into, like, cardiac rehab or something like that. Well, I was going to need a master's, basically. So ended up getting into the personal training field um, and was in-person training for most of the time. And here I am with this podcast. So uh, after the 2020 whole spiel there um i was trying to make more money uh have more free time my wife got pregnant so had her first daughter so my boss talked to me and was like look the only way for you to make more money and have free time to spend with your daughter in the fitness world which you are in without going to corporate america which would suck my soul and i don't want to be there if you're in corporate america again no offense just not for me. I can't deal with that. So you need to do create this online coaching company. You did very well with the virtual thing. This could be a great opportunity for you. So here we are. So create my company um, called Peak Wellness Coaching back in um, early, late spring of 2021. And here we are, end of 2022, starting the podcast. I wanted to do a podcast because like I, I believe I said earlier, it's the one thing like I listen to podcasts all the time. I think podcasts can be a great way to get information out to everybody for essentially no cost. You just need like connection to the internet and a device to play it on either a computer or a phone. So it's a great way to get information out for free in a nuanced way where somebody can listen to it 
get all the information they need to then implement it. A lot of times you don't get that. Either it's too wordy online or it's not enough information. Again, like our attention span on Instagram and TikTok, it's like three seconds. If I create a headline, I have to capture someone's attention in three seconds or they're going to the next thing. So it's very difficult to actually get someone to watch your stuff online and then keep them there so that they learn all the information they need or can just do a podcast and they can listen to it. I might might be less people, but the people that do actually get the information are actually going to implement it. So hopefully that's you. Hopefully you learn something. So that being said, I think that's enough about, well, We'll go into the last couple of things. So my hobbies, the other stuff we're going to talk about on this podcast, and then we're going to talk about the three phases of your health journey, and I'll paint that picture for you. So the three, um, my hobbies include, I think I said earlier, hiking, hunting, I like kayaking, and backpacking, fishing. So I'm not a big fisherman, I'll be honest, that, that's my dad. But I really, really like hunting. My story with hunting is I have not been hunting for a long time. Um, believe this is my third season hunting, third or fourth, third, fourth. I don't remember. I'd have to look at the dates. Um, anyway, someone, someone's going to ding me on that, but I got into it because of my wife. So those of you who don't know my wife, which will probably be most of you. Um, so she has some GI issues. I'm not going to go into the details. If I have her on the podcast, she can explain it to you. But she has some GI issues where, and she deals with anemia. So all of a sudden, something happened and she developed this allergy to beef. And not like minor, like literally like she would eat beef and it got so bad she was actually like spent like 20 minutes throwing up because of beef. So something happened where she developed this allergy to beef. Really weird. Um, not to bison, so great. And she deals with anemia. So we were battling anemia, and because of her GI, she we can't she can't take iron pills, or it gives her, um, well, she can't use the bathroom. So she has issues using the bathroom already because of some stuff she may or may not talk about in the future. So can't take iron pills, can't eat beef. Other option would be like injections. And we couldn't afford to like buy bison all the time, like not gonna happen. So um, her family was big into hunting. My family never did. We were around, I grew up in Gettysburg, like I said. So I was around hunters all my life. It's been something like, I was like, oh, maybe one day I would do it. And all of a sudden I was like, okay. My wife's family, they all, a bunch of them hunt. So I was like, okay, I'll get into it. And my one of my best friends who I worked with, uh, best friend slash coworker, he also was into hunting. So. They kind of helped me get started, got my bow, got my rifle. So I was like, okay, venison, very high in iron. It's actually higher ounce per ounce than beef. So we can just do that. And we can, that way you can have at least red meat once or twice a week um, if we get a deer. And that's kind of how I got into hunting. So it's purely, it wasn't because of trophies or anything else. Now I do like to hunt a little bit for antlers, but it was for... Uh, meat. So when I'm telling my stories on hunting or talking, I'm primarily focused on filling the freezer first and then hunting for trophies later. Um, so depending on the season and everything, I may or may not. And there's no right or wrong answers to hunting. Um, we can, we'll save this for another episode, but there's no right or wrong with how you do it. I probably have a lower chance because I will have 
begin the season, I make sure like I fill the freezer first and then I hunt for trophies. I probably diminish my chances of finding a larger buck, but that's okay for right now. If we still had like right now the season, we have one venison neck left in the freezer. So I'm just trying to fill it. Whether that's a buck or a doe, doesn't matter to me. I'm just trying to fill it. If it happens to be a trophy buck, awesome. If it's not, also awesome because does taste better in my opinion anyways. So that's my story on hunting. Hiking's always been something I've done. Um, as a family, grew up doing it. Um, my parents were big into hiking when they were in the military, um, especially when they were stationed out in Adak, Alaska, because there was like nothing else to do. So uh, they would take us hiking when we were little. And so that created that passion for the outdoors that I have now today. So now we're going to talk about three phases of your health journey. And the reason I wanted to talk about the outdoors first before I got into this is because my company, Peak Wellness Coaching, if you ever see the logo, it's a mountain. So we tie in the outdoors into my company. So your journey is kind of like climbing a mountain. So there's three phases to it. Our three phases are called base camp. Then we go to ascent and then peak, which is like you getting to the top of the mountain. Awesome. So this is going to be the three different phases you're going to take through your health journey. And a lot of people like to skip the first one, which is base camp. So if you've been hiking or you've never been hiking ever at all, you're going to relate to this. So those of you who've hiked, if you're going out to climb like a decent sized mountain, let's say like a significant mountain, like a 10,000 foot, we're going to go and we're going to hike this mountain in a day. You're probably just not going to like, all right, grab some stuff and we're going. Unless you have like a shit ton of experience, you're probably just not going to like throw in a cliff bar, throw in a bottle of water and go you're probably gonna pack some stuff for that kind of hike. You might be hiking for over eight miles. So you probably need some food, additional water, map would be good. And if you've never been hiking and this is like you're going, you're like, I, what do I need? So you're not just gonna run up the mountain right away. So that's a lot of times people start their health journey by trying to just run up that mountain. So it's like, okay, I got my bottle of water and I'm gonna run up the mountain. Cool. How far do you think you're going to get? You might get like three, four miles and all of a sudden you're out of water and you still got a while to go. What should you do? Probably, well, you could keep going on, but you're risking hurt or um, needing like to be medevaced out. Like probably not the path you want to go. You could, well, not recommend it. So you probably come back down. So not great. You didn't get to the top, which was your goal. Crap. Or, well, I like to call base camp. You prepare for that next, for the ascent up the mountain. So you're going to stop. You're going to get all your shit together. And by shit, instead of a backpack, a map, maybe a compass, first aid kit, food, water, instead of that stuff, you're just when we're talking health and fitness, we're talking about building your basic habits. So what are the things that are gonna carry you up your journey, whether it's health or weight loss or building muscle? What are the habits that are gonna take you from where you're at at the base of the mountain to the top where your goal is? So we call these the core four. And we could continue going into more and more habits other than these four, but these four are essential for you to reach your goal. So these are gonna be like your 
water, your map, your food, etc. So it's going to be your protein, like eating protein at each meal. It's going to be water. Surprise, water is also here. Um, but drinking plenty of water throughout the day is going to be very important for you. A step or movement goal. So a lot of people will um, not be able to get to the gym, think they don't have time for gym, but they could go for daily walks. So when we're starting out the very base of the mountain, we just want to reach for a movement goal. And if that's workouts, great. But maybe it's just hitting 10,000 steps per day. It, it, at base camp, it doesn't matter. And then we also want to work on sleep, working on getting seven to eight hours of sleep per night or nine if you need that additional hour. But seven to eight hours of sleep per night is very essential, regardless of your goal, whether it's health, proving health markers, reducing stress, uh, weight loss, building muscle. Guess what? Sleep's very, very important for all of your goals, productivity, et cetera. You need sleep. So can't stress sleep. We'll, we'll do an entire episode on sleep in the future. But coming back to things. So those are going to be the four, the core four, protein, steps, water, sleep. Start with those and dial those in. So you might be like, okay, well, Chris, I got the protein down. I got the steps and count and move on. No, get, get the other ones in and focus on one at a time. A lot of people will try to focus on all of them. Pick one of them to focus on and focus on that for like three weeks. It takes 21 days to start to form a habit. So you need to just like focus on one thing for 21 days. A lot of people just take like seven, like this week, I'm going to do this one thing and then I'm going to move on. It can work, but more often than not, if you're kind of listening to this podcast, so you're probably more than not, more often than not, focusing on more than one or two things at a time is going to be a recipe for failure. It's boring, I understand, but just focus on one thing, water for three weeks. So the reason you do that is you're probably going to improve the other areas. Your goal, your wins are just going to be water. So I'm just going to drink my goal weight and water. Well, chances are you're going to also probably start sleeping better, but you're just not tracking it as much. You're probably going to start eating better food. Maybe you don't, but a lot of times people do. So once you dial in the water, chances are you've already started semi-working on the other ones. So the water is dialed in. So you're going to start working on that next one. Well, that's dialed in already. Cool. We're going to start working on that. And okay, well, I worked on the fourth one at the same time because it was I was essentially there. So I didn't even have to really focus. I just went to bed earlier. All right. Well, now you're ready to move to the next phase. So we want to start at base camp. And base camp, when I bring a client on and they ask me, like, how long is this going to take? And it's like, who knows? It's based on you. Um, depends on where you are with your journey, where you feel comfortable with everything, but you don't want to like speed past it. So it's going to be like anywhere between three and 16 weeks, a lot of times, like somewhere, and it can be longer, it can be maybe shorter, um, but a lot of times it's going to be three to 16 weeks that you're going to spend at quote unquote base camp. And those four things will get you great results. But once you're ready for the next phase, you're going to speed things up. So ascent is basically like you're climbing the mountain. So phase one is base camp. Phase two is ascent. This is where we're going to start looking at macros a little bit closer at portion sizes. So a lot of times people will start at base camp, but they never take things to the next level and things start to stall out. 
All right, we need to work on portion control. This is where like tracking your macros is gonna be very important. We'll go over track macros in a different episode, but you're going to track your macros to know how much food you're eating and then adjust accordingly. You're gonna dial in your workouts now, like steps will get you pretty far or general workouts, but if you're looking for a specific result, you need to dial in your workouts and your training a little bit more than just doing like random YouTube workouts. Like cold, you're doing a workout, you're gonna sweat on, that's great for your health, great for movement. But if we're looking for fat loss result, well, fat loss, you still get a decent result. But if you're looking to build significant strength, muscle, or create specific changes, for example, like improving your endurance, whether that's for running or maybe you're doing a three-day backpacking trip, you're going to hike over, going to throw just like 25 miles out over three days. And you want to improve your endurance so that you feel comfortable over the rugged terrain. Okay, cool. So you need to have a structured program that gets you those results. That happens in phase two. In phase one, you don't need to worry about that as much. You probably just need to do any kind of workouts and you'll get results. But if you've been in that phase one where you're doing all that stuff and it kind of stops working, that's when you need to dial things in. You're ready to move on to that next level. It does take a little bit of work, which is why I don't like people starting here. They rush here and they get overwhelmed with everything. It's like running up the mountain without with one bottle, like one little 12 ounce bottle of water and you're trying to get up top of the mountain. It's like, oh crap. That being said, just like the mountains, sometimes life likes to throw shit at you throw a curveball at you and you're going to have to come back down. Maybe it's crappy weather, a storm run, rolls in. Maybe you twist your ankle. Maybe you uh, didn't pack enough food or water for the trip and you need to like circle back real quick before continuing back up. You need to let the weather go by. Um, so that's going to happen. So the great thing about this analogy is you start a sense. Sometimes you're going to have to come back down to base camp kind of restock, regroup yourself to continue back up. So this is like when life gets super stressful and you can't focus on your workouts as much or your nutrition as much as you'd like. Well, this is where you back off, take put less pressure on yourself and focus on the core four. You're just going to focus on that stuff. Instead of like being super specific with your tracking, we're going to go a little bit less tracking. We're just going to portion control. Are you hitting a protein? And if you've worked on a scent, now we're going to be like protein and veggie at each meal kind of hitting a fiber and protein goal. Are you doing that stuff? Your water, your sleep, your training? Are you at least getting workouts in and movement in during this time? And then once life clears up, then you move on. So it, it's coming back down. We're focusing on the basics, maybe a little bit more advanced than just the basics, or maybe depending on what's going on in your life, the basics, you're going to do that and then move on. So you never really backtrack. You can continue making progress or at least maintaining instead of sliding backwards slowly. Again, if you stop something completely, I'm not gonna, I can't work out, so life's too stressful. I'm just gonna stop and I'll pick up. Well, the time you stop, you're actually sliding backwards. So you're not actually at the same, like, it's not like you can stop and it's a pause button. No, it's, you're hitting the rewind button when you could eventually get back to working out and three months down the road when you're like, okay, I'm ready to work out. Wait, why can't I do this anymore? Well, you're, you didn't maintain you were sliding backwards so yeah you're it won't take you very long to get back into shape but that first couple of weeks is going to be super fucking frustrating so you continue up ascent and there might be some times where you need to maybe it's a bigger mountain and you need to camp out 
And that's maybe like a break, a diet break, training break. You haven't quite reached your goal yet, but you can't continue on. And so we're going to stop, maybe camp out on, you know, halfway up the mountain or so forth. And then eventually you reach your goal at the top. So that that's the three phases. So peak phase. Now that we're going to talk about you reach a goal and now you're talking like lifestyle integration and some of the biohacking stuff that can be talked about there. But generally for most people, like we all like want to jump up to the top and you'll see fitness influencers and stuff talk about whether it's red light therapy, med meditation, everybody should do. So that's a terrible example, but maybe taking some sort of mushroom supplement, nootropic, um, Lot, lot, there's lots of things. Infrared sunlight, cold baths, those things can be implemented along your way, but they shouldn't really be your focus. You should focus on the other stuff that actually gives you like 90% of your results. And then once you're like further up ascent, or maybe you've, you're right there at the peak phase where you're reaching your goal, then you can start to implement that stuff where it's not going to overwhelm you. And cold baths are great. I do them myself. Red light therapy. I have a red light therapy right lamp right next to me. Um, I use those things, so I'm not saying they don't work, but they're going to give you like maybe one percent of your results. So it's not worth really focusing on that stuff until you get to that level where you're like, okay, I'm trying to go from like pretty healthy to like trying to get the most the 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 most squeeze out the most health benefits I can out of my day. What can I do to do that? Can, or most mental focus, the um, semi-circadian rhythm. And to be honest, I have actually pulled back. So I would recommend someone like the Andrew Huberman podcast or Lane Norton pod. Um, he doesn't do a podcast, but following him. Some other people, you can message me about them for more of those health hack type things versus me. Because I've actually pulled away as I've helped people who are more in the base camp and ascent phases of their health journey. Whereas someone like Andrew is Huberman, I should say Dr. Huberman, not Andrew. I don't know him personally. Um, he's, you know, trying to really biohack or the Ben Greenfield. They're biohacking. They're trying to figure out like optimal. And so they're going to be, a lot of people are in that peak phase where they're just trying to get the last five to 10% of their results at like squeezed out. They got everything else in. But if you're not there, you're going to be down low, you're going to be in the base camp or ascent phases, and you should focus on that stuff, the core four. And then if you're in ascent, then we're talking veggies. And we can include veggies. A lot of times we do in base camp when someone's getting ready. We call the, there's like this little in-between we call trailhead. Um, that's kind of like including veggies and stuff and kind of like getting you ready for that next phase. Um, and then we move to ascent. So I'm sure I'll get messages about the veggies and we don't include it. Well, core five, one doesn't sound right, but less is more. Everybody knows that they should eat veggies too. So I, I went back and forth. Should we include the veggies or protein? Protein gets better results than veggies. You can get great results focusing on protein. And most people know that they need to eat fruits and veggies. Not a lot of people know that they need to eat more protein in their diet. So that's why we include that there versus veggies, not denying benefits of veggies. Eat a veggie at each meal, but we include that later on because we don't want to overwhelm people when they come on to PWC. Anyways, that's going to be episode one, guys. So make sure to hit the subscribe button to get uh, alerts when new episodes come out. 
and feel free to message me back, email me, follow me on social media, or if you want in-depth training, I do trainings in my Facebook community twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. If you want access to those trainings, join our Facebook community. That'll be down in the show notes.